Hi there guys and welcome back. I'm just so happy to be talking to you guys today. I'm here with my friend Ty Wo and we are going to be talking about relationships. Hi everyone. So today our question is how much trust can you actually give your second um, boyfriend, fiancé, husband? Mm -hmm. So let's talk about trust in the relationship. Well you know trust is a huge thing and I always say that is something that is definitely earned and established um, over time. I mean, what do you think, Ty? Um, well, it's kind of scary, especially if you've had a very bad um, relationship at first and going into a second one. Trust is a very big issue. It's a big deal because you don't know if this next person is ever going to do the same thing the first person did. But the thing is, you know notwithstanding we still have to go in and trust the next person and even if they misbehave we're gonna count our losses and move on we should never be afraid of failure Mm -hmm. we would not let failure define us yeah i can't agree more um it is a very tough one um as you said second relationships sometimes can be a little bit of a challenge because you are kind of kind of holding on to things that happened in your past and you're hoping that that next person is not going to be anywhere near like the other person that you're with. Now, obviously, we're not saying that sometimes people are all bad or whatever, but the point is those bad traits that caused you guys to separate to begin with, you don't want that in the next person that you're with. So, Ty, how did you go about like looking for the person that you're currently with now? And what made what what was like a factor in your decision making process? So one of the factors in my decision making progress is is this person am I able to find a friend in this person I'm gonna be with right now? Because my first relationship it was like the master and the slave kind of relationship. And I'm like, no, I ain't looking for that no more. I want someone that can be my friend, someone I can relate with, someone I can say bullshit to, someone I can curse, someone I can and I don't really have to think about what I have to say. I just have to say the way it's in my heart and would not pick an offense. So that's one of my main big deal for me choosing the second person I'm with right now because I want the person to be my friend. I don't want to have to think with my brain, my head to say what I want to say. I want to say free, free, like a freelance mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, you want to yeah. be free. I want to be free. And so that's the main thing. I think we all need to look into that. Yeah, you just did some really like excellent things like some really great points about like having a friend um because like oftentimes like in in troubled relationships you don't feel like you have that friendship kind of bond and that friendship bond is huge isn't it it's totally yeah it's it's huge the person has to be your friend if you cannot find a friend in your partner it cannot work there's no amount of money the person has Mm -hmm. no amount of fame Mm-hmm. If you cannot find a friend in that person, it cannot work. The person has to be your friend. Yes. Um, yeah, I actually agree. Because like, if you are their friend and they genuinely enjoy having experiences with you, like that's a person who you could really live life with and a person who you can truly be happy and joyful with. If the person doesn't even like you or you don't even like the person, what fun are you going to have together? That's not even a real relationship. You've got you to gotta have that joy that aspect of joy um, and adventure and just getting to do those things and genuinely loving and enjoying the person that you're with, right? right. Um, you got to be willing to work with this person, be a team, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Be a team. 
And now you said something super important. You were talking about like the whole master versus like slave. Yeah. Like, um, can you talk about like how it is now in your current relationship and how the dynamics were in your other relationship that made you feel that way? Yeah. So, you know, like, um, Based on the culture, it says like the man is typically the head of the home, uh, the wife is the neck, or the wife is supposed to be submissive based, based on the biblical standards. Mm-hmm. The wife has to be submissive. But being submissive doesn't mean the woman is your slave. Doesn't mean you gotta be stupid as a woman. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean the man has to punch you around and throw you around. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not submissive. Either verbally, verbally, verbally emotionally, physically, physically, that is not being submissive. What it means to be submissive is finding a friend, mm-hmm. being able to dialogue together, being able to talk together and, not, and the other party not taking offense. Mm-hmm. That is submission. Mm-hmm. Being able to like, oh, hey, babe, I can't do the dishes. Oh, okay, girlfriend. Okay, girl, I, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to do things together, that's the submission, you know. It's not about, hey, the house is too dirty. You got to clean the house. The bathroom is dirty. Oh, my God, you've been home all day and the bathroom is dirty. That is slavery. That's enslavement. That's in slavery. I don't know. That's slavery. No, we can't do that. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, it's sometimes, oftentimes, spouses can get into that thing where everybody is doing their role. But sometimes some spouses think that it's the only one spouse's job to do everything. And no matter what, whether it's woman or man doing this, it's unacceptable. It should be a balance, right? And you should acknowledge that, you know, that person is a human being, has needs too, has wants, needs to relax sometimes, um, and shouldn't be taken advantage of. They're, what they do should not be taken for granted or taken advantage of. Um, so based on what Crystal just said, you know, everybody has a role, but what does it mean? This is a man's job and this is a woman's job. I don't believe that. I don't have that in my dictionary. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there's a man's job, there's a woman's job. We are a team. We are in it together. Mm-hmm. So there shouldn't be, oh, this is a man's job. Oh, it's only a woman that has to do the cooking. She has to take care of the house. She has to wash the bathroom. She has to take care of the kids. Then your woman is going to get burnt out. Yeah. And you want to sit down there and, and, and be like a king? Heck no. Your woman wants to be like a queen too. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be a king, I want to sit down and, and be treated like a queen. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to worry about doing all those things. We have the kids together. We're going to raise them together. They have homework from school. We got to do it together. That mm-hmm. is what team does. Mm-hmm. If you don't see yourself as a team, the marriage would never work. The relationship would never work. Team, team, team. Mm-hmm. Team, being a team is the ultimate. What do you think, Crystal? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. There is no I in team. Um, if you are an individual trying to do everything personally by yourself without consulting your spouse um, and just making choices and decisions and trying to control and not really having that mind or heart for what is best for your family while considering, you know, what your spouse, how they may be feeling and they're experiencing, it, it's a huge deal. You have to really consider in any relationship, the other person's feelings and that other person has to be considerate of your feelings. So when you have that balance, um, it definitely goes a lot farther. Now, it's not to say that people can't change or people can't improve, but you have to see what it is like when you're going into a relationship, be mindful. Like, is this person considerate in that regards or do they give you red flags? Um, so in your past relationship, did you have any red flags? Like, 
Um, yes, I do. I have red flags, but you know, when you're intoxicated, mm -hmm. you're in love, sometimes you get blinded and you just don't think of those red flags, mm -hmm. you know, but it is what it is. We all learn from our mistakes, you know. So what, like, what is one red flag you could, you might say that you encountered? Um, let me see. One red flag is, you know, it never probably any gifts. Oh, that's a big. One. You know, yeah. so I maybe because I was I was I was very well to do, so I never thought having a gift from a guy is important. Yeah. But I know it's extremely oh, important. Extremely like good. remembering my birthday, it's yeah. important. Now I know it's really important. You know, mm -hmm. so, so that's some of my own red flags that I never paid attention to because I was I'm a very carefree person. Yeah. So I never paid attention to it. But with time, it starts to get on you. You have your friends. Celebrating when you had wedding anniversaries, you never got to celebrate one. Their spouses are celebrating their birthday, yours is never celebrated. You know, it starts mm -hmm. to get on you. And you know, being human, we have friends, you know, we want our spouses to treat us right yeah. so we can brag about it. Mm -hmm. But when your friends are saying stuff, it's not because they're trying to shame you, mm -hmm. but it's just a wake up call for you to realize that something is missing and we gotta fix it. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think you're totally correct. I really think it really boils down to valuing that person, right? And yeah. making them feel special. Mm -hmm. When you show them that respect that, hey, I remember this day because it's special to us. Let's celebrate it. Or it's special to you. This is the day that you were born. All those things make a huge difference. They're like little things that really add up over time. You don't celebrate a birthday. You don't acknowledge the person. Uh, talking to them with respect. Acting like you're happy to be around them, mm -hmm. right? Like um, genuinely not being fake, but genuinely, right. you know, being happy. Like I said, to be around them. I, I mentioned that already, but... Uh, the fakeness aspect or um, being dismissive. That's another one, right? Mm -hmm. If you're in a relationship with somebody that is being extra dismissive. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't want to be in a relationship with someone that is going to be dismissive. So, hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. So, you guys join us every Saturday between 5 and 6 p.m. And uh, we'll um, be sharing my experience. This is um, Women Hearts. Hearts and hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is exactly what it is. Your heart to our heart. We're going to go ahead and have yeah. what, these women conversations about relationships and about everything sex, good. Everything that we, yeah. we need to make our marriage work. Yes, yes. And everything that we need to make our relationships work. Right. And what you should and should not settle for mm -hmm. um, if you want to be happy. Right. Yes. Happiness is key. Yes. So, guys, I'm Crystal Marie. And I'm Ty Sung. Thank you for joining us and hopefully you like this little tidbit. It's just a very small amount, but um, if you want more, like I said, join us for a future podcast and we will have these conversations. Alrighty guys, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.